Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Fifth Down. I'm your host, Jose, and with me tonight are Brad and Judy. What's up, guys? What's going on? Nothing. First day of summer, already sunburnt, you know, just living that life. Jason Tatum is not that guy yet. Yes, yet. 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 Let's yet. add the yet, but he's not that guy yet. Because if, you know, if he keeps watching Kobe footage, he'll be that guy eventually. Well, let's hope, you know. We can only hope, um, you know, he didn't show up in the finals. But, I mean, prior to that, I thought he had a great postseason run. He he had every, you know, he gave you glimpses into his game. Hopefully, you know, you get more of that. Um, but as we all know, the NBA is really competitive. Yeah. And, and just take it to the next step. It's going to require more from him and more from the team. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think the most disappointing thing for me with Tatum was that he had 12 points in the first half and he scored one point in the second half. Like you want your superstar to go go out, guns blazing. You know, I don't care if he shot, you know, 40 shots and he made like five shots. I want my guy to, you know, to, to go to go Keep out trying. to go out on the shield. And he didn't go out on the shield, but like we were saying, he I think he'll eventually get it, but and in, in this series he did yeah i mean i just i love his game i love like you know he just he has that kobe look to him like you see it like the way he does his fadeaway the way he does his um the way he drives to the basket the way he pulls up now it's just a matter of okay so this i i've adapted these things from kobe now i just need the consistency that kobe had like, like you said, Jenny, like Kobe was not afraid to have a stat line end up like 13 for 31, as long as, you know, he did what he needed to do to have his team win. And at the end of the night, his team had more points than the opposing team. He could care less what a shooting percentage was. He could care less what, you know, how much criticism he received for taking too many shots and stuff. That's who he was. And he was going to do whatever it took. And that's what Tatum needs to learn. He needs to not worry so much about, um, being scrutinized or about his shooting percentage like that doesn't matter like it's the new new era nba everybody jacks up shots like i think like he just he needs to um just think less and do more yeah and, and let's not forget um if you are going to go on these runs you can't do it the way boston did it you can't have you know a seven game series with the defending champions in Milwaukee, right? And then you can't follow that up with another intense seven-game series against Miami, right? It's it's just not going to work out. You have to close out rounds one and two in six games or less and get that rest in. Yeah, you're a young team and the experience can help you down the road, but you got to close out series faster and get that rest. And, you know, we saw Golden State, they were well-rested. Um, they had the experience on their side, and, and ultimately they took it. Absolutely. And now that we're talking about Golden State, let's talk about Steph Curry, man. Like, you know, he finally got his uh, a chip and an MVP, uh, finals MVP. You know, this one came without KD. Um, do you guys think that this makes um, Steph Curry now a top 10 all-time player? Does he get invited to that prestigious list now? And if so, who would you bump off? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll let Junie take it since I have a hot take on this one. Yeah. So 
so this is my updated top 10. Okay. So we'll start at 10, Bill Russell, nine, Larry Bird. We're going to slide Steph Curry at the eight position, Shaquille O'Neal, seven, Tim Duncan, six, Magic, five, Kareem, four, LeBron, three, Kobe, one, B, two, Michael Jordan, one, A, one. Um, so before the finals or before the, before the season, Steph Curry was 10 for me. Um, unfortunately, Will Chamberlain had to go. Um, I, you know, that was way before my time. Um, I respect Will, but um, Steph Curry deserves to be um, top eight. Um, I love Larry, too. I think he's a legend. But um, just looking at the stats, um, eight-time All-Star, two-time scoring champion, four-time champion, eight, eight-time All-NBA, two-time MVP, finals MVP now, All-Star MVP, conference MVP. The dude has everything now. Um, his resume is set. If, if he, if he were to retire today, um, his position would stand in the top 10 for sure. Uh, the greatest shooter of all time. Um, and there's no question that he changed the game when it comes to shooting everybody that comes in the league these days, uh, pretty much, uh, tailors their game like Steph Curry, you know, you have to be. You know, you have to shoot beyond the three-point uh, three-point NBA line now. Um, it, it, it's it's a requirement to get into the league now, um, just like what MJ did uh, for the shooting guards. Um, Steph Curry is doing the same thing for for the guards, and it's a guard-driven league. Um, the center position is obsolete now; it it, it doesn't exist. Um, the Warriors won the finals with Draymond Green at center, who's six seven, so. If you want to win chips in this league, you have to be um, a shooter. You have to have shooters everywhere, you know, just like Golden State. And um, in this case, you know, Steph Curry adds a fourth ring, which I don't think he's done yet, guys. I, I don't think he's done. I think Agreed. he might have. I, I think he might have one more in him. And, um, you know, he is the greatest shooter of all time. And he could possibly be uh, the greatest point guard of all time. I don't think so but I know someone who does. I do. Yeah. Uh, put me in the books. This dude's already in there. He barely edges out magic in my opinion. And I base that solely on the fact that I think like Junie alluded to, he has changed the game, you know, growing up there were, you know, we all remember the commercials be like Mike, everyone be like Kobe. Like these were guys that the, the generation growing up wanted to be like, and LeBron James was briefly that guy. But I think for the past Five, seven years, it's been Steph. Everyone's jacking up threes. Whether or not they should be is irregardless. This dude has changed the position. He's changed the league. Um, he's, he's changed the way, you know, basketball is being played these days. And for that reason alone, I think he he gets the number six spot in, in my top. Ooh. Yeah, I have him oh. that high. Okay. Um, be, because, yeah, I, I think... Just when you take a look at how easily he beat the three-point record, he made it look easy. And this dude's still going to be adding to his total. Um, so, yes, the greatest shooter of all time, without a doubt. He may put it out of reach. Um, and the other crazy thing is we're seeing his game evolve. Like when you're watching the series, you saw when, when Horford and they're putting bigs on him, you know, on the three-point line. 
he was just backing him down and taking it to the hoop, dribbling around him. We're starting to see a different element to his game, which is scary. You know, he, he he's not in his prime. You know, he's like 33 years old, um, but he's adding a another element to his game. He's getting better defensively, which a lot of people don't don't talk about. He, he's, you know, uh, he's beefing up. Um, you know, if he stays healthy, I think sky is the limit. Um, you know, it's just it's just so hard not to like Curry um, and when what he's doing for the league. Um, yeah. So to me, I think he's the greatest point guard of all time. I think he just barely edges magic. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah. so Brad, what is the what is your um, what is your top 10? You said he's uh, stuck for his six. Yeah, I, I, you know, if I was to, to really write it down, I think I could I think he might follow like seven, eight like yours. But, you know, it's obviously going to be we're going Jordan. We're going Kobe. After that, I'm going Kareem. I'm going LeBron. And then I'm going Shaq. That would be my type top five. Oh, and wow. then wow. and then and then I then, OK, I can probably put Wilt ahead. Of, of Steph at six and then drop sticks, uh, Steph to seven, the seventh. But like you said, you know, it's a guard driven league and, and bigs are just falling off this list for so long, you know, uh, the top five, top 10 was so big dominated, you know, it was bill, it was wilt, it was Kareem, it was Shaq, it was those guys. And now those, those bigger centers are falling off the list, but yeah, that that's how I would, that's where I would put Steph right now. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have him ahead of Magic, but you know he, you know he's definitely in the conversation for like he's definitely revolutionized the point guard position, you know. But I mean, he hasn't revolutionized it to the level that Magic Johnson did. I mean, Magic Johnson was a six nine point guard, you know. Like he he had like I don't think we'll ever see someone have the smooth touch. Even even when they try to compare LeBron to Magic with his passing, like it comes nowhere near. Like when you watch highlights of Magic Johnson, it was just on, on a different level. And the and the way that you know Magic was just so smooth with everything he did. But not to take away from how great Steph Curry has become, you know, especially considering that there were so many doubts about his game coming out of college. He was he really a point guard? Was he really a shooting guard? Well, he was too small to be a shooting guard, but he wasn't necessarily the best passer. Like his game, his primary game wasn't to like be a distributor. So like, was he really a point guard? And he just kind of made it his own position you know like he's just Steph like that's the only way you can explain it and I almost see his game evolving in like a Steve Nash type of way like when you when you if you remember Steve Nash he was just so smooth and like he he wasn't like the most athletic guy but like he just he had that awkward little fadeaway shot he had that like you know that ability to just drive it in and even though it didn't seem like he could outrun you like he just he knew where he had to be but with the difference that Steph can shoot lights out, you know, from everywhere else, that's what makes him just that much better than Steve Nash. But the fact that he's added that, that part to his arsenal, I think he could realistically be the starting point guard for the Warriors for the next 10 years because he does not rely on speed. He does not rely on athleticism. His game is primarily made up of his just ability to knock down shots and his ability to just be a floor general and 
as long as he can stay healthy, you know, who, who's to say that he can't be the starting point guard for the Warriors at 43, if he still feels like playing that far into his career, you know? Um, but as far as top 10, I'd probably have him around seven. Um, the only thing that I'd have different on my list from you guys, I'd have Shaq at three and then Kareem at four and LeBron at five. Um, yeah and and see that that's a that's a great thing about these lists really when we're narrowing down the one percent of basketball players we're really splitting hairs right like these guys were all great and you have to pick out the most minor bit of information or or gameplay to to start separating them and yeah it's always interesting but yeah, I could see people not even have Steph in the top 10. I think it's blasphemy, but I can see the reason behind it. Um, but yeah, I, I can see him at, yeah. you know, at, at eight, at seven. You know, it, it's just he's he's going to be one of those polarizing figures for a long time. Kareem is hard to beat, bro. I mean, it is six time yeah, MVP, the- six time NBA champion, nine time, 19 time NBA all star. Leading, no, uh, he definitely leading all time scorer. That's hard to beat. But to man. me, for, yeah. To me, for Shaq, it's just the dominance that he had in his position, man. He, he was, was unguardable. He was. He was unguardable. Like there was. was not one center. You th- whoever you threw at him, he dominated. They threw the Kimbe Matambo at him. They, you know, they used to throw like four. They used to sometimes try and double, triple team him, and he would just, you know, move everybody out of his way. He he was unguardable. If Shaq felt yeah. like playing that night. There was no stopping him. He could have averaged 50 a game if he wanted to. Yeah. He just and, didn't. He just and, didn't care uh, to do and, that. And I understand the the reason for people having Kareem, you know, number one in a lot in, in some of their books, because I think Kareem gave an interview and he said, you know, I'm the all time leading scorer and he only made one three pointer in his career. Like that, that's a crazy stat there and of itself. Insane. Insane. Um, but but yeah, I mean. I think Steve, Stephen Curry, chef's kiss, you know, uh, and, you know, I think this one, we got some iconic moments out of this one pointing yeah. to the ring finger, he, you know, the chef's kiss, he, he hit him with the, with the, with the sleeping hands. Um, those, those are moments that I, yeah, that I think are, are really helped to solidify his career. Yeah. And Clay Thompson even knocked down a, a, a fan at the parade. Like, you know, like they yeah, just, they gave us they gave us a lot of memorable moments. Yeah, um, can can I just say, Golden State definitely knows how to celebrate a championship. They look like they that that right there was yeah that looked like one of the greatest you know uh, championship parades ever. Yeah, I agree. And you know, what does this mean for their legacy? Are they a dynasty? We had one without KD. Then they lost to the Cavs, and then KD came, and they won two with him, and then he left, and now they're back, and they won another one without him. Is this a is, Can we consider this a dynasty? I think so. Uh, what, four in seven years? Um, yeah, they weren't as dominant as we'd like them to be, as you know, those Laker runs or, or those Bulls runs or those Celtics runs, they're not they're not on that level, but I would definitely consider this a dynasty. And I think they're on that tier where they're, they're a second tier dynasty. 
um, you know, after we start talking about the Lakers and the Bulls runs and, and, and the Celtics runs in the 70s, 60s, I think they're inching their way towards that. I think they're the best dynasty in that second tier of championship dynasties. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, they definitely belong in the, the, the top five, top six uh, teams of all time. I mean, two blemishes that I see, the 73 and 9 um, 2015, 2016 season, they should have won the trip that year. They lost, um, they, they were up three, one and they, uh, they, they let that, uh, they let that, uh, championship slide away. Blemish number two versus Toronto, um, injuries, yeah, that inju- one got two. injuries were killer. I mean, when you lose KD, when you lose Clay Thompson, two of your best players, you know, of course you're gonna, of, of course you're not going to win. I mean, it, it's especially in the finals. Um, but I think this is their most impressive uh, championship because they did this post KD. They did this post, you know, two bad seasons. They had to rebuild. They kept their core together. They drafted well. And they beat a, a younger team that was hungry, that was well coached. Um, and, 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 you know, they put them to sleep. Golden State yeah. is... I would put them up there with, uh, you know, the 96, 97 Bulls, uh, the 2000, 2001 Lakers, 16, one playoff record. Um, I would put them up where uh, up there with the 86, 87 Lakers. Uh, they're definitely up there and, uh, they belong there. Uh, they, you know, they did not repeat. They should have repeated, but they didn't repeat. Um, but who knows? They might go back to back, uh, next season. Yeah. I could definitely see it next season. Depend, you know, like they're gonna resign Wiggins. They're going to. I mean, the their only question mark is, do you give the big bucks to Jordan Poole or do you let a team like Sacramento overpay for him? Because he's great, but he's not worth the max. But bad teams are gonna be willing to give him the max because he does have potential to be better. But like that's where you really come where you really wonder it is Jordan Poole this good because he is surrounded by Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, or can he be great no matter where he's at? So, you know, that's going to be their only question mark is what to do with Jordan Poole. Cause I think he's eligible for the extension now. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're other than that, most of the team is coming back. So why wouldn't they be, you know, consider the favorites to to win it all next year especially clay thompson's gonna be healthier like this was his year where he had to get the cobwebs out next year he's not gonna have those quiet nights anymore he's gonna go back to being the splash brother i feel you know he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna really feel like clay next season and i think they're just gonna be that much more lethal draymond green i feel like will probably will hopefully be you know have that back recovered next season because this whole season he battled back injuries and stuff and he wasn't himself so yeah, I think they'll, they'll definitely be there. And, you know, KD will still be, you know, responding to tweets about him being a, a title chaser and, you know, and that'll be life. And, and you know, and bringing up KD, like, what do you guys make of, of like the recent, recent criticism from many former stars towards him that he needs a chip without the Warriors? Do you guys think that's true? Like, I, I mean, I think he's a great player. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I get why there will be the question marks about his legacy, considering that he came to an established team. 
but they needed him to win those two because they they failed in 15 16 against the the Cavs you know so they they came to him and of course he he took the the opportunity to join that great team but don't you guys feel like it was more of a mutual understanding that we need each other more than him just chasing the title you put KD on any team the team is going to get better it, it, the guy is probably the best um, scorer in terms of pure scoring. Um, I don't think Golden State needed him to win. You know, I think it was mental uh, being up 3-1 and losing. You know, they had LeBron's number, and uh, they, uh, they let that, uh, that series slide away. Um, in terms of KD needing to win a chip to cement his legacy, I, I, I think he needs a chip. You know, he went to the best team and he won two finals, right? I mean, you know, he went two for it, three. Yeah, yep. It was given that he was going to win. Um, he wanted to. He wanted to do it on his own. You know, now he's he's finding out the hard way that it's not easy. You know, he goes he goes he goes uh, in, into Brooklyn with Harden and, and Kyrie, and um, you know they get bounced out of the first round. They get swept. It's not that easy. And um, with with KD. The thing about him is I don't think he would have this much heat if he wasn't thin-skinned. Like, every everything that revolves around him that is negative, he responds, which to me, it's a red flag because, you know, a guy like Steph Curry, right, he heard all the criticism the last two years how he's not going to win another championship. You know, they put the O. They're you done. Know, they're done. And, and the, the thing about it is instead of him – going to social media and crying about it. What did he do? He took mental notes. He said, you know what? All these people that doubt me, I'm going to prove them wrong. And he did prove them wrong. With KD, it's a different story. It's, oh, you know, Chuck is calling me a bus rider. Well, he has a point. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a point of being a bus rider when Mm -hmm. you join a 73-win team and you're not the best player on that team. You know, but you act like you are and they want a chip without you again. So for me, Katie needs to win another chip, you know, for him to to if Katie wins another chip, he he enters that top 10 for me. Oh, OK, he, he he'll 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 push out um, Bill Russell. I love Bill Russell, but he was playing against like seven teams. No disrespect. But if Katie wins a chip by himself just like when LeBron went back to Cleveland, I think it'll push him into that top 10. But if he doesn't, you know, it'll taint his legacy. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I think he's one of those players who's, if he retired today, he's still a top 25 player of all time. Um, We take a look at his stats, you know, two-time NBA champion, two-time NBA finals MVP, uh, MVP 2014, 12-time All-Star. I mean, the list goes on and on, four-time uh, scoring champion. He has all the accolades to definitely be in conversation for the top 10, but he has to, he has to win one and, and be the leader of that team. You know, the clear and outright leader and build a team, I think to make that. And I don't even know if one's going to get him there. I think it's going to, I think required it's going to be two. Um, that's if he wants to take his legacy to the next level. I think he's already one of the, all-time greats and it's so hard you know to argue about him and and 
And here's the thing. We all knew KD was thin-skinned. Let's remember that this is the guy that got caught making fake Twitter accounts. Um, <laughs> he He's just that troll. He's just that guy. He's thin-skinned. And, and a lot of it, too, is, you know, players these days really want to control the narrative. And and players got they got nothing better to do in the offseason. You know, you're so used to putting in, you know, eight eight hours a day playing basketball, working out, training. That's off season. You got all this free time. Yeah, they're gonna check social media. They're gonna see what everyone's doing. You know, I just wish KD would would stop doing that. But you know, it is it, it is who he is, and he's still one of the best players in the NBA. Um, any team would be lucky to have him. He he immediately makes any team you know, uh, playoff contenders, if not title contenders. But I, I think he needs uh, two more to get into that top 10 for me. Yeah. I I, I think both of you guys are right. Um, he, he, regardless, just having two chips, it puts him in a certain class, but, you know, he's still far off from that Tim Duncan, Kobe, um, Shaq class. You know, he, he needs at least a couple more. Um, will they happen in Brooklyn? I don't know. Like that's, that's a tough one. It looks like things are falling apart in Brooklyn. So it's like, what's his next move? You know, because I mean, all the chatter we hear is that Brooklyn doesn't want to pay Kyrie. So it looks like Kyrie is going to, you know, request a trade elsewhere. So like, what, what do you guys make of this? Do you guys, do you guys think that KD needs to request a trade too? I think it's ultimately going to come down to Kyrie and what happens with Kyrie. Does he exercise his option to walk? Um, Katie's only there because Kyrie recruited him. If Kyrie's not there, Katie's likely going to walk. And, you know, it, it sort of puts that, puts that franchise, you know, it's, it's damned if you do damned, if you don't, you know, you let Kyrie walk, you're going to lose KD. You, you just don't find KDs off the street. Right. Um, but if you sign them, you realize what you're going to get. You know, it, it's just one of those things where you, you got 29 games from them last season. You got 50 games from them the season before, and you got 20 games from them, you know, in 2019, 2020, this is what you are playing with. Um, you know, I think they're going to, they're going to have to ultimately wait for the decision from Kyrie. Um, but yeah, KD depends on Kyrie at this point. Yeah, for sure. If if it's already said, if 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 Kyrie leaves, Katie's gone. Um, the question is, where is Kyrie going to land? Right. Um, we're looking at the Lakers, the Clippers. Um, I saw the, the Heat, the Mavericks. There's a lot of options. But if I'm Kyrie, um, I go to the Lakers because he knows LeBron. He's one with LeBron. LeBron will he, coddle him. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron, he knows that what, when he left Cleveland, it was a mistake. He hasn't won anything since then. And if he wins with LeBron again, which it, it possibly can happen, you know, it changes the, the way people look at him, right? You know, let's face it. These athletes, they say they don't care, how, you know, what people think about them. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all about their legacy, right? You know, there's two guys that didn't care, Kobe and Jordan because they were just obsessed with the game and they didn't care how it looked or, or, or what it looked like. They, they didn't care about anything, but a guy like Kyrie, 
he's the last five seasons he's been up and down. And if he goes to the Lakers and he if he turns things around, I th- I think the narrative changes with, you know, with with the type of player he is and 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 his status with the league. But if I'm Kyrie, I, I go to the Lakers. Yeah, I think I think that would be his best move. What do you guys think the Lakers would have to give up for Kyrie? Um, if I'm the Lakers, I'm not giving up anything. To me, Kyrie is a quitter. Um, he quit on LeBron in Cleveland. He quit on Boston. He quit on uh, on KD. Listen, he's gonna quit on you again, guys. Uh, don't, don't make this move. I understand the Lakers are desperate, but you're so much better than that. Don't do it. Don't do it. If if I'm trying to get someone from Brooklyn, it's not Kyrie. Give me KD. That's who I'm going after. I, I listen. If they're going to give up someone, um, I honestly don't know what you can give up. You're going to have to give up future assets, um, some co- uh, some other role players. I, I think it's just you're asking for too much for you know a new head coach to give up. Um, and 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 I don't know if Kyrie fits what he's trying to do. Yeah, I, I obviously Russ is the guy that you would give up, right? The the salaries match. Um, you know, we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. You know, with LeBron, there's a small window. There's a two-year window right now. And as Laker fans, we want to win. We, we want to win. And the only way to win is to upgrade. And Kyrie would be an upgrade over uh, Russell Westbrook. And if, if it's Russ and picks and, you know, let's say – THT. I don't, I don't know who could it be. I would do it. You know, Malik yeah. Monk, throw, you throwing Malik Monk in there. I know he's a free agent, but I mean, let's make it happen. I mean, the guy, the thing about Kyrie is that he outplayed Steph Curry in that, in that finals. He did that they won. And that's saying a lot that 2015, 2016 finals. And he's still that guy. Kyrie's still that guy. And if, 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 if the Lakers get that type of guy and let's say they, they find a way to keep Anthony Davis with LeBron. I mean, those three together, that's that'd be a lethal, lethal one, two, three punch. Super lethal, man. So that that's that's the way to get Kyrie. And we got Max Christie tonight, 35th pick from Michigan State. So Ooh. don't forget that. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, free agency starts in like a week. So I mean. You know, possibilities are endless. It's Hollywood. There's always going to be chatter around the Lakers, you know? So, hey, maybe we get Kyrie. Maybe we still keep Russ. Maybe, you know, somehow we get some uh, another big stud. Like, it's the Lakers, man. Lakers always have to figure out a way to have star, star power. It's it's the way of L.A. Yeah, and if there's one thing we know about the NBA, it's it's – it's really a player-driven league, and players ultimately will decide where they where they want to go, right? Um, so as much as these teams want to acquire an asset or make a trade for someone, it's going to take a lot of convincing. Um, you know, trying to get Westbrook to Brooklyn to play with KD means you have to ship off KD to another team, and you know whoever t- whatever team gets KD is is you know, they're, they're going to be absolutely elated, ecstatic that they're, that they're getting this dude. Cause yeah, he is still one of the best score, if not the best score in the league. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just so tough. And, and, 
And we're also seeing other teams making moves, right? We saw Christian Woods. Uh, we saw the Trail Trailblazers acquiring uh, what's his face from from Detroit. We are starting to see more and more teams try and develop and build pieces around talent. And you know, Memphis. You know, John Morant. He, he, I mean, Draymond's Draymond and them have been going at it. Wouldn't it be interesting if if Memphis added another player to this equation? And now moving on to our last topic of the night. The Gronk has retired for a second time. Unfortunately, you know, for my Bucks, um, they don't get to have another year of Gronk in uh, in Florida. But, you know, he it's, it's nice that he gets to retire on top, man. He came back and he played at a high level again for two years with Tampa Bay. I, I just think he didn't need to cement his legacy because he already had that cemented in, in New England. But the way he played in Tampa and helped them win the chip two years ago, I mean, him and Brady, man, they 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 just they always just got along so well. But what what do you guys what do you guys think um, the Gronkowski's uh, legacy is? Ooh, um, to me, he's top three, top four tight end of all time. Um, it's 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 really crowded at top, and then there's so little behind them um but at the same time i don't really know if gronk's really retired um sort of like tom brady um you know gronk may just need to party a couple times um you know join a a thc company um make some commercials and decide he's bored with it and and come back we honestly don't know but if his but if he is for real done you know i think he's up there with with gonzalez with uh gates those type of players, Shannon Sharp, um, really elite company. What are you talking about, bro? He's he's number one. He's the only twenty four seven WWE champion. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely I mean, make that argument. I mean, uh, you know, he re- he retired and he became the twenty four seven champion. I mean, not a lot of t- Tony Gonzalez can't say that. Shannon Sharp can't say that. Mm-hmm. No, no. All jokes aside. Gronk is uh, definitely top three. You got to put Tony at one, maybe Antonio Gates too. The thing about Travis Kelsey is that he's still young, so he could possibly be the number one tight end on that list. But in terms of Gronk, tough guy, uh, gritty. He fit that New England uh, mentality. Um, coming back to win with Tampa was special because Brady's his guy. Uh, definitely, it's, it's definitely going to suck without him, but I think he is going to... Um, have a second career in broadcasting, uh, maybe with Tom Brady, maybe with maybe with Fox. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they could do a, um, a, a Peyton and Eli kind of a, a, a thing with uh, Gronk and, and Brady. But uh, definitely one of the greatest tight ends, and uh, he's uh, he's gonna be missed. Yeah, he definitely will, man. He, I mean, he's a top top three tight end of all time, but he's number one talker. Like no one could cut a promo like that guy on the football field. Like, and like, you know, I know he used to drive Bill Belichick crazy just because of his energy and like his antics, but you know, like he was the ultimate team guy, man. Like you never heard of him being late to a practice. You never heard of him holding out for a new contract. Like he was like the ultimate team guy, man. Like he was just there to have fun. He, what, what? you know, he's, one thing you did hear about was, and, and credit all credit to Gronk was him working out for a single day in Zoom, but just changing his clothes 
So oh, it looked yeah. like, I mean, credit to Gronk. Um, you know, smart money right there. Um, yeah, I'll let you continue there. No, absolutely. Yeah, like he, like, like the, he was just he's he's the best man. Like personality wise, like he's just one of those fun guys that you're gonna miss having on the field. And probably, you know, and I'm sure the team will miss him in the locker room because he's, he's just a fun person. And he definitely has a bright career in broadcasting. I mean, he's a good looking dude, can talk well, you know, so he's like the anti Olsen, you know, like, <laughs> you know, the anti Mark Sanchez, you know, like he's actually charismatic and will sound good in the booth, you know, like, uh, like, I, I, I know he's not worried about his next, his next move. I mean, he's. He's a he's a good dude, loved by everybody. He's gonna be missed on the football field, but I'd rather him retire on top than than play one too many years and 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 regret that last you know that last game. So, hey yeah. man, and, and here's like, to retirement. And you know, like you said, you know, a comedian, and I think he was in New England, such a serious organization, right? Tom, so serious. Yeah. Bill, serious. Gronk was the ultimate. You know, he was the perfect counterbalance, all of that. You know, Gronk just did whatever he did. And and I don't think he really studied the playbook, right? Like Tom, Tom apparently just told him where to be. Um yeah. and, and the the dude still got it done. Ultimate gamer, you know, on game day, Sundays when it mattered. Um, but yeah, su- such a perfect fit and 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 yeah, he really lived up to expectations. Um, I remember what his second year in the season, 17 touchdowns um, receiving, and he still had a rushing touchdown. Um, yeah, Gronk's one of my all-time favorite characters on and off the field, and I'm sure we're going to see more of him as the years go on. Absolutely. And that wraps up our, our episode for this week, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. You know, sorry that there there is no football, there is no basketball right now, but I guess there's golf and 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 uh, baseball. So have at it, Otani. Yeah, and, Otani and, son. And let's remember, Aisha can cook. <laughs> and Brad right. needs to wear and Brad needs to wear more sunscreen. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> SPF thirty minimum. You know, don't be like me. Uh, Brad th- looks like he just spent the last week fishing. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be like me, um, you know, protect the skin. Um, yeah, we're not we're not even a week into summer and I'm already sunburnt. Yeah, so here here's to the weekend and Brad scaling skin. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Dude, it's fucking hot. I know.